I'm so happy. We are so happy to have Ashley Pollard, one of our local favorites, Welcome back. She's a local nurse and practitioner and your an host, expert. Dr. Chris Crowley, and practice. nurse practitioner she Jerry Dreamer. Care. She You're ready to dive loss. into the, the latest in revolutionary yeah. treatments, cutting-edge devices, and wellness secrets. Whether you're a consumer or provider, we're here to empower you at the forefront of beauty and aesthetics. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Beauty at the Brain, the podcast where we discuss all things aesthetic. I'm your co-host, Dr. Chris Crowley. And I'm Jerry Drinker, family nurse practitioner, and together, Chris and I own Skin and Tonic, med spas located in Pace, Florida. We are so happy to have Ashley Pollard, one of our local favorites, back. She's a local nurse practitioner and an expert in family practice. She has primary care. She does weight loss. She's an expert at a lot of things. So. Yeah, I'm back, bitches. Yeah, we're super excited to have her. Actually, um, Ashley helps us both with our primary care, some hormone management personally, and we love to refer patients to her because she takes such phenomenal care of them. So Jerry said she's an expert in many things, but really specializing in her own your practice mm-hmm. around weight loss is one of the things yeah. that really shot you to another level. It did. It's surprising. So, But you do a lot of other things. I do a lot of other things. Some aesthetics, I do weight loss, peptides, um, hormone management. There's just a huge array. It all plays in together, quite mm-hmm. frankly, so... Um, I like to, you know, make sure that we have optimized our health as much as we can, managing all aspects of your health care. Just kind of help navigate that system with you. You mentioned you do some aesthetics, and um, we always talk about on our podcast, there's a lot of this, I think it's a myth out there. Maybe some people do it this way, but they think about um, competitors. And long before mm-hmm. it was, like, popular, uh, Jerry and I would say there it's much more of a community and collaboration, Absolutely. not from a competition. And so just as you do um, some aesthetics and do a great job at it and kind of refer to us for mm-hmm. some things that you're not super, we do the same. So we do a little bit of weight loss in the clinic and some uh, mm-hmm. other kind of just more like coaching sort of things. But we send a lot to your, yeah. you know, that people who are truly experts and do it full time for the more challenging things. Yeah. So there definitely is room for all of us. In this Absolutely. Space. I love the collaboration that we have. Um, you know, there's plenty of patients to go around. There's really no need to cut each other off and, you know, snake other patients. So I think that's just, a little juvenile, but you know, no, it no. happens, it happens, but that's them and that's their thing. So I just believe that we all work together. It just makes a better community and better health altogether. Well, I think the patients get better care as a result. Mm-hmm. And so we have other, you know, there's a lot of good providers in the Fenscola area in general for aesthetics and for primary care and, and do weight loss. And sometimes we just click with people better than others. And right. so I'm like, I don't want a patient stay with me because I'm the only choice. Right. I want them to really find somebody they connect with and that they can. It can help them along their journey, whether it's aesthetics or weight loss or just getting their, you know, um, primary care problems. Absolutely. So for thanks sure. for uh, taking time to be here oh, with yeah. us. You know, this is a topic that you are for sure the expert on. Mm. That we are just um, here to facilitate a conversation mm-hmm. and really help get this message out to some of our listeners. Uh, there's a, a ton um, of development in the weight loss industry over the past few right. years. And even since the last time we had you on, I talked about some weight mm-hmm. loss. There's been even more uh, medications approved officially. Right. And some of these have been used off-label for a bit. Um, so we want to talk a little bit more about that, but also some about peptide therapies in sure. general, because we get a lot of questions about that. And, you know, I know a little bit about them, and we've, uh, you know, kind of dabbled with peptides a little, but really you are, are definitely more the expert on that. And so we're excited to have you here today so we can kind of talk about that and let our listeners know 
what are these things called peptides and what can mm. they do for you? So peptides are uh, short amino acid chains, um, proteins, building blocks for our cells. Um, we've used peptides for quite a long time, you know, like AOD9604 is the anti-obesity drug. It had, you know, was first researched in the 90s. Um, they were looking for something that would um, cause some fat lipolysis, just fat breakdown uh, without a whole lot of muscle building to it. And then they just further went into further research with um, other peptides that affect your, it's like uh, human growth hormone secretagogues. It helps your own growth hormone release um, so that you um, uh, better utilize that. So it also helps IGF-1 also. IGF-1 is your intrinsic growth factor, um, which is huge with anti-aging. You know, if you have a low anti-aging IGF-1, then you're kind of, you, you may age a little bit. You may even have cardiovascular risks and events with that as well. So peptides kind of help perk up your own natural system or so it just amps so them up. So they're not a, a hormone. Bit. They're something that's going to make type. it Correct. and stimulate your body to make Correct. your own hormones. Correct. Like recently we've had, um, you know, we've had Ozempic and Wagovi and Rebelsis. Those are peptides. Um, they're glucagon-like the peptides. I don't think it's the same thing. People think about them like They don't. Insulin's a peptide. Okay. Nobody thinks that insulin's a peptide. We've used that for how long? Forever and ever. Okay. It's a peptide. And then we have, you know, Manjaro was the other new kid on the block, which is the GLP one with the GIP. Um, and then... Same thing that happened with them, like with, you know, it happened with Ozempic. They wanted it approved for weight loss. They went to the FDA. FDA said, no, you have to, you know, call it something else, but in a different delivery system. And so Manjaro went back and they said, yes, we have ZepBound now. It's approved for weight loss. So it's the same molecule, same delivery system, pretty much. Um, dosing may be a little bit different, just like Ozempic and Wagovi, a little bit different uh, dosing tiers, Manjaro. And ZepBound, I think they're, they're pretty much the same, though, so... But they work really well in helping with losing weight. It turns on your satiety hormone. Um, it allows you to have a little bit better, tighter control. It quiets some of the food noise that you have. So you have better control over what you're eating. Because our biggest problem in America is portion sizes. So we eat to reckless abandon all the time. Because we can have whatever we want. It's America. So um, this turns on that satiety hormone so that you can eat just enough. Your body says, that's enough. We're good here. Sends that signal up. If you go beyond that signal, it says, oh, no. Here's some nausea. Enjoy. You're like, oh, I don't want to feel that way every time. So it kind of, the visualization, visualization I get with my patients, I tell them, you know, I want you to make your plate like you normally do, but cut everything in half. Take half off your plate. See if you can get through that half. And if you can, great. And that's the visualization. That's the habit that I want you to form is looking at your plate saying, I don't need this much food on my plate. I need this much food on my plate. And I'm satisfied. So these peptides work in that respect. They turn on the satiety hormone. They help us, you know, develop better habits because you're going to have, have to have better habits in play in order to make this successful. I don't care what diet you do, what exercise you do, what drug you do. I don't care what you do. If you go back to your old habits, you're going to go back to your old body. That's just how it is. You have to make lifestyle changes. And these help facilitate those to make the, us to make those changes. Peptides, you know, there's all different kinds. The ones that I choose to use that I like to use in my practice are AOD 9604, which is the anti-obesity drug 9604. Um, and that one works with, like I said, it um, helps reduce the fat that you have on your body without increasing your lean muscle mass so much. If you want to increase your lean muscle mass, we're going to CJC 1295 with Ipamorlin. That one increases lean muscle mass. A lot of my guys like that one just because it, it works really well. They see the definition. They see the increase in the muscle mass while they're working out and um, exercising. Smorlin, that's the one that increases your IGF-1. So it's more of the anti-aging. And a lot of these uh, peptides work in a lot of the same ways. A lot of them um, help with lean muscle mass building. They help with lipolysis. They help with joint health. They help with repairing like injuries to your joints as well. So um, a lot of um, athletes have used them in the past 
Um, my favorite is BPC-157, my favorite. It's made from gastric juices. So a lot of these things, they work all, you know, a lot of the same way. It's just for certain, whatever you're looking for, that's what we're going to tailor to you. Do you find that a lot of patients are coming in now and wanting to go straight to some sort of peptide rather than trying conventional dieting exercise? Yeah. They're seeing a lot of, um, you know, they get on TikTok or they get on Instagram and they see a lot of these peptides and like, what are these peptides? And they do their own little research and then they come to me and we just kind of direct them in what they want to do. For a lot of my patients, if they want to try, you know, a GLP-1 for their weight loss, but they also want to have, you know, a little bit improved weight loss or better sleep quality, I can put them on AOD-9604 as an adjunct or on its own. Do CGC-1295 uh, with Ipamorelin, you know, for a lot of my guys for their muscle building. BPC, great for sleep. Sleep is extremely important for weight loss as well. So a lot of people don't understand that, that it's important, um, you know, to pull your cortisol levels down so you can sleep at night. But So Jerry, which ones have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good question and you just go Mark. Yeah, still go Mark. Saying we can come right back to it. I'm sure we will come back. I'm sure we'll come back to it. And I'm sure you will know the reason I tried it. So um, but my question, well, a lot of our patients are on hormone replacement mm -hmm. therapy, and especially the guys, um, is, can you combine hormone Absolutely. replacement therapy with the CJC-1295? Absolutely, you can. They find that it works out you know, really well together. Um, they see improved muscle gains in it as well. So, you know, a lot of times the guys, you know, they get on testosterone, they see a little bit, and then they kind of get that tortoise shell kind of belly, or they may start getting, you know, some adipose tissue around the breast area. But then we add in the CJC and in, or we can add in some Arimidex, you know, use things in conjunction just for overall health and wellness, just to kind of get them where they want to go. Maybe I'll try that one. <laughs> I like that one. Joey likes that one the best, too. The thing about CJC and epimoralin is it's five nights on, two nights off is what I usually do with my patients. Um, Sub-Q injection, arm, belly, wherever you want to do it. But you have to wait at least two hours before after eating before doing it. If you don't, you have this flushing sensation, and it feels like you're going to spontaneously combust. Joey hated it. He was like, I hate this. I love the effects of it hate that part of it. I'm like, well, you're not waiting long enough. Yeah. Um, but he didn't get that with Samorolin. So he liked the Samorolin a little bit better side effect wise than he did the CJC 1295. Which one did you try? I tried melanotan. That the PT-131 or melanotan? Yes. And so the, my whole thing was I thought I was going to do good by trying melanotan. I was going to be out of the sun because I like having a little color. And the nice thing about melanotan is the side effects are you know, you have increased pigmentation, mm -hmm. you like loss of appetite, like spontaneous erections. I'm like, I'm gonna be hard, I'm gonna be dark, and I'm gonna be skinny. This is like, anyway, I ended up with a lot of like hyperpigmentation actually following it. Oh, wow. But I did have a really, Chris would tell me, he's like, you need to dial it down. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it gives you a, it for sure gives you a tan. Yeah, so it was pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dark. So PT one forty PT one forty one is the bromelain bromelain Anyway, Joey is my guinea pig. If y'all haven't figured that out yet, he wanted to try it because we use it for the pigmentation. We also use it for ED things like that. And a lot of our older guys, they always come in. They're we'll ask about testosterone. They ask they ask about just fillers, all kinds of things like that. So then Joey just tried this. He will never do it again. It caused such severe stomach cramping. He laid on the couch. I thought he was going to die. I'm like, oh, my God, I think I've killed him. But it was just one of the side effects. It was awful. And he's like, I'm never doing that again. 
goes, you know, I'm like this, but I'm never doing that again. And I'm like, okay. We would end up in the ER if I saw something like that. Oh I don't yes. worry about like side effects. I'm going to rupture my gut. Yeah, I would be in the ER like for sure. Yeah. What are the concerns around regulation of these? I know we, we're going to have you on before and then yeah. scheduling didn't work out. But um, we kind of talked before the episode that there are some regulatory concerns around it. Right. How do we work around that and how do you counsel your patients on that? So peptides aren't really banned. They're put on a danger list. And a lot of providers don't want to prescribe these medications because who wants to prescribe them something on a danger list or something like that? Oh, my gosh, this is dangerous. Well, we have a lot of good, you know, um, uh, double one placebo um, studies that have really good efficacy, really good outcomes with very little side effects, if any at all. You can prescribe them. They're not banned. Um, it's just why are we banning or not banning, why are we blacklisting or, you know, danger listing these certain peptides? Well, because they aren't monetized as much as they want them to be. So Merck right now is studying 200 different peptides as we speak, some of them on this on the danger list, so they can eventually monetize them as well. I know with some um, some of the peptides, there are contraindications, you know, some of glutide and certainly some of the sure. others. But what about some of the others? Are there a lot of... There's really not a whole lot of contraindications to those. So, um, and we use them short-term anyway. Like three months on, three months off is a lot of th- a lot of times what I do with my patients. Some guys, you know, I, I have one patient that loves them so much, she's on it year-round. He loves it. Um, so it just depends on what your goals are. Um, really, honestly, no contraindications specifically. I run a full, complete lab panel to make sure we don't have anything at baseline that we need to address first. I mean, I'm looking at prolactin, IGF-1. I'm looking at all of the different things that can cause like an alteration in your hormones, an alteration in your, just your um, overall health in general. So as you sit here and go through them all, I am, you know, as always, I've done a, a lot of peptide classes and looked at it, um, you know, from an individual personal perspective as well as a provider and like, do we bring it in? And I get overwhelmed by how many are out there and how many nice. different options are. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, kind of to me, one of the messages is to make sure that you go to a qualified provider, somebody who's going to do as you're saying yeah. you do and just a full lab it. panel mm-hmm. and then you're going to make sure that the what the patient's requesting um actually matches their need yeah and that you know there are some kind of safety checks in place because you know unfortunately you know all too often i think in the aesthetic industry especially there's not as much regulations as people would like to think there are i think right. the general public assumes there's all these steps in place but the reality is a lot of people can do these things and they don't necessarily have the training or they're not doing the extra mm-hmm. steps that you're saying to monitor these things. So, uh, and I think that hurts the industry as a whole because then you have these players out there who are not doing a full oh, or a workup yes. and it then hurts us all and impedes our ability, the ones that are trying to do the right thing right. to get the products that we need to help our patients. Absolutely. So I do a full complete panel before you even get prescribed anything because I want to make sure that I'm not going to aggravate something or exacerbate something that you already, you know, that's already going on. So um, I like to be very thorough, figure out which one is your best fit. We can pair it up with other things. I mean, there's a lot of things that we can do to optimize your health. I think that's where it's is really important and for patients and, and your role as the primary care provider and really plays a huge role in this because it's not you're just going to a weight loss clinic. Right. You're not just going to get a peptide. It's looking at the overall picture. And so I think that it's important for patients. We tell people all the time in courses that we teach, like, that's your provider. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask, why are we qualified to do this treatment team? Mm-hmm. Why are we qualified to, you know, get you on a, a peptide? Why are we qualified to do Botox or Dysport or whatever? Mm-hmm. 
But I think a lot of times people, when they go to a healthcare provider, they just automatically trust them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, ask questions. Absolutely. Like everybody, I think, should ask their provider, like, why are you qualified to take care of me? And with me doing, like, primary care as well, if you come into me and you're coming in for weight loss and you don't have a primary care provider, and I notice it over the past couple of you know, times you've been and your blood pressure's through the roof, we're addressing it. We're going we're gonna to fix that, too. I'm not going to just let you sit here and just, you know, pop a vessel, you know, I'm going to actually treat you. I'm going to act as, you know, a primary provider for you in that respect as well. I'm not going to just let you flutter off in the wind. So when it comes down to not just weight loss, so the peptides in the world, clearly um, this all starts with the in-person consult um, where you're going to address that patient's goals and what things you have to, you know, kind of help them meet those goals. And so I'm sure that there's a lot of variables that are going to go into what you then come up with as their ultimate plan. But is there a general price range? So I don't think a lot of our listeners are going to know. Or is this in the thousands of dollars no. per month? Or you know, what is the price? Right range? now, while they are not, you know, regulated by the FDA so much. I mean, AOD is FDA approved. It is FDA um, regulated. But a lot of them, they're not as expensive as people think. So I know that for like AOD 9604, it's $150 per 30 of the trochies. And we do trochies. They're dissolvables that you put under the tongue. You can put them in the cheek or under the tongue. They dissolve. The other ones, the injectables tend to be a little bit more expensive and they're a little bit more tedious. But if you're comfortable with giving yourself an injection, learning how to draw up, we teach you how to do all of those things as well. Um, those can be anywhere from like, you know, 150 to 285 to three, 300, you know, per peptide per month. Per peptide. And sometimes those peptides, depending on the volume, the dosage, the volume, that could last you six to eight weeks. It just depends. So we're talking about, depending on how many you're on, anywhere from a couple hundred dollars a month up to maybe five or 600 per month, somewhere in that, right? Yeah. People who are focused on their health. Yeah. You know, it's worth investing in that if it's going to improve your overall well-being the way you feel about yourself and, and the way you look as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone does do these things because they want to look better and they want to feel better. And so that's the best way to say Yeah, I'm on like a customized vitamin program from Dr. Uh, Stephen Soar from Source mm-hmm. of Health. And I've talked to you about him because mm-hmm. you helped me with my lab. Yeah. But I mean, I think the vitamins alone, you know, are, they're not cheap. They're, right. they're you know, a couple hundred dollars or a little bit less per month. But the way that I feel, um, you know, it's worth it. I'll, I'll, and how long have you been doing that? Uh, a couple of months now. So, yeah, that's the same thing with peptides. You can't just think, I'm going to do one month of peptides, see how I feel. Mm-hmm. It takes about a good three months, honest to goodness, three-month try to see the benefit, to see the difference, to feel the difference. I know that when I did a, my three-month cycle of BPC, I did not have any pain in my joints. I have terrible knees and hips. And so when I did that, it was great. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm 25 again. This is great. And then as soon as I stopped, I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Now, does so it come back right away? Or? It doesn't come back. It creeps back in. You're like, okay, it's the weather changing. Is it rain? What is it? I don't know. No, it was the daggum BPC. I was without it. So I'm getting ready to start my next cycle. So I'm very excited. Yeah, Jerry, maybe you need to see her for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I had a arthritis. So I'm, I'm yeah. bat- I battle it. Yeah. The- I would do the injectable with you. Yeah. For I've, sure. I've been on a um, Skyreasy, which has really mm-hmm. helped me a lot. So, yeah. Um, Joint pain is nothing to nothing Not to play with. What other questions you have before we close out the episode? When can I get an appointment? As soon as you want one. <laughs> I need the, I need to come in. I need, I need the one that makes me thin, not dark. Yeah. Thin and muscular. Well, we're gonna put all your contact information obviously below. Um, you guys can can check it out. It's the Ashley Clinic. Yep. Um, and Ashley Pollard, thank you so much thank for being so with much. us today. We look more so nice. I love it. Yeah, always enjoy seeing you. So we got a whole, you. The, you know, this is just the beginning of this year. So we got a whole year and you're right down the road. So Very exciting, yes. You'll have to come back and we'll talk about more fun stuff. Absolutely.
Look forward to seeing you guys next week on another episode of Beauty in the Brain. See you soon.